A few weeks ago, I wrote a 20-page free guide covering the nine most important steps that will help you confidently price all of your offerings. The guide is available to download and I'll leave a link within the show notes so you can access it at the end of the episode. Don't do that now because I would love you to stay with me right through the end because this episode is going to be hugely valuable. Today, I want to bring the steps to life through this podcast episode, focusing on the crucial topic of pricing. A concept that, when thoroughly understood, will transform your business. Some of the steps are common sense, but others might really surprise you. These nine steps were absolute game changers for me. I believe they'll make a massive difference for you too. And it's not just about numbers. Effective pricing isn't simply a matter of maths, markups and margins. It's about aligning your prices with the value you provide, meeting your customers' expectations and ensuring your business thrives, all whilst promoting a healthy work-life balance. I feel so strongly that a successful business is a combination of doing good, being highly profitable and helping you to live a healthy life-work balance. And I really hope these nine steps will help you within your own business. My mission as I'm talking to you is to empower entrepreneurs like you to build viable and sustainable ventures. So let's jump in. Welcome to Passion to Profit, a weekly podcast to help support big-hearted creative thinkers, small business owners and entrepreneurs to transform their knowledge, expertise and passion into successful and profitable businesses. I'm Philippa Craddock and I'm obsessed with all things business, marketing and strategy. I left my corporate role over 10 years ago to pursue a huge dream. In a few short years, I grew my design-led business from kitchen table to a seven-figure global brand. Today, I want to help you to establish and grow your business. Think of this as your go-to resource for all things business, marketing, and strategy. I'll break down complex topics and I'll strip away all the jargon so that you can focus on what really matters. Grab yourself a seat and a notepad and join me every week. Welcome to the Passion to Profit podcast. Our first step is understanding the difference between price and value. When you buy something, you're exchanging money for a product or service. Now that's the price, but value, that's a different story. Value is what makes your offering stand out and drives your customers to choose you over your competitors. It's tied to emotions. It's about the whole package that you offer. The intrinsic benefits, unique customer experience, exceptional service, memorable branding and compelling narrative that comes with your product. Now, remember, it's so important that we set our prices based on value, not just a markup. That is the key to successful pricing and higher profit margins. Now, to explain this further, I would love to share a couple of practical steps to really help you work out the value of all of your offerings. Firstly, define. Let's look at the unique combination of features, benefits and experiences that you provide to your customers. What is it about your product or service that sets you apart from your competitors? Is it the superior quality of your product? Perhaps it's your exceptional customer service, or it could be your unique design, or perhaps your innovative technology. Now, by defining this, you can begin to set the foundation for your value-based pricing strategy. 
Secondly, customer's perception. It's so important that you really know and understand your customers. What are they looking for in a product or service like yours? What problems are they trying to solve? These can be both significant problems as well as light-hearted, more lifestyle-based problems such as entertainment, decoration, fashion, for example. What benefits do they value the most? And then it's moving on to understanding what they're willing to pay for these benefits. Remembering not to constrain the price of your offerings based on your own budget. Over the years, most of my clients have had very, very different budgets to my own. I was solving problems for them that were a million miles away from my day-to-day, but I had the skills and know-how to help them, and I understood what it was that they needed. And then once you understand both your value and your customer's needs, you can align your offerings with your customer's perceived value and effectively communicate and justify your prices in a genuine, completely authentic and confident way. Please, please always remember you have skills and strengths that are directly solving your customer's needs, desires and also their problems. You and your time are hugely valuable and you're more than worthy to have a highly profitable business. The second step, and this is a pitfall that you absolutely want to avoid, comparing your prices with others. It's so natural to want to check what your competitors are doing, but please don't get stuck in the trap of aligning your prices with the industry standard. You don't know their full story. They might be barely making ends meet. Don't price your offerings as commodities. Now, what I mean by this when I say a commodity is in direct contrast to your brand and offerings, which are entirely unique. A commodity is a basic product that is interchangeable with other goods of the same type. Businesses that offer commodities must base their pricing strategy on being the most competitive, the cheapest. This is very dangerous territory for small businesses. And it's so important that we don't follow this strategy. Unless you have a large investment behind you and you have a long-term sustainable plan with very low profit margins, if any, and you're distributing vast volumes, it's a very, very tricky model to sustain. The majority of us having smaller scale businesses have something very, very different that we can use to our advantage. We are actually in incredible positions because we're more adaptable than larger corporations. You can offer incredible value through every touch point within your brand and offerings. You have no need at all to be competitive. You can be your own person, manage your own brand, decide your exact target customers and pour your heart and soul into your own products and services. So just please make sure your prices reflect all of that. Moving on neatly from there to step three, let's talk about the dangers of pricing too low. Sure, it may well attract bargain hunters and you might feel by having more customers is a great focus, but these customers can be fickle. They have less affinity with your brand and as they've been tempted purely by price and their loyalty is negligible. I've personally found that when I've increased my prices, I attracted customers who valued my offerings and were far more loyal and more likely to be brand enthusiasts. Your mission is to convey your unique value and attract customers you truly want to work with and avoid bargain hunters. Step four, a crucial aspect of entrepreneurship is understanding your profit. It's not just about money coming in from sales. It's what's left after you've paid all your expenses. And remember, profit isn't a dream, it's a necessity. So calculate your costs, work out your sales volume and set clear profit targets. 
All too often, we want to focus on our customers and ensure our products and services are the very best that they can be. This is the reason we have either started or we're looking to launch our business. It's where our passion lies. It's what makes us excited for what we're doing, but it is essential we have a full grasp of all of our costs. We must know how much each one of our offerings is costing us and what our profit margins are. To calculate your costs, and this is something I cover more extensively in the free 20-page guide, itemize and account for all of your associated costs, every element that gets your offering into the hands of your customers. If you don't have a full understanding of your costs, let this be your cue to set the day aside. As soon as you've come to the end of this episode, allocate a full day in your calendar. During that day, list all the costs associated with producing and or delivering your offerings. This includes direct costs, so for example, your raw materials, labour and delivery, and then all of your indirect costs, including all of your overhead expenses, which can include things like salaries, rent, utilities, plus business costs such as marketing, and don't forget to include taxes. Step five, let's go back to your uniqueness. Your pricing strategy should be as unique as your business. I would love you to focus on your unique offerings, your desired profitability and what sets your business apart and make sure you communicate your values clearly. A sobering reality is that 60% of businesses are just getting by and 20% are actively losing money. This means a staggering 80% are somehow missing the mark. Let's pause for a moment and really let that sink in and truly appreciate the significance of forging your unique path. This can help you land in the successful 20% of businesses that are thriving, and that is entirely possible for you. Step six, one of the best things about running a small business over a larger one is your ability to be nimble and adaptable. While larger companies will have to go through many different departments to change their prices, which will take time, you, on the other hand, can act quickly. Don't think of your prices as being absolutely set in stone. Now, this was a huge revelation to me and definitely helped me to feel so much more in control to know that if I got something wrong, I could absolutely alter it and it wouldn't have a detrimental impact. If you're anything like me, it's so important to know that there's flexibility and that things can be changed. This is exactly how you must look at your pricing. You test and trial and you can make changes as needed. Just make sure that you do it in a clear, positive and an authentic way. Step seven, have you ever considered adding a premium offer to your strategy? It's an opportunity for your customers to invest more for a service or product that truly meets their needs and desires. Think about it. A premium offer can increase your profitability and customer loyalty. Within the 20-page guide, I include the example with the airline EasyJet and their speedy boarding offering. While some passengers will balk a little at the idea of paying extra to be at the head of the queue. For others, this service is a luxury they're really happy to pay for. The ability to settle in swiftly and to enjoy a stress-free start to their journey can hold immense value for some of EasyJet's customers. Now for the airline, the question of who boards first really doesn't make a difference to them. The profit generated by this premium service far outstrips the small cost of additional management and signage. 
Another example, if you think for a moment about running a home cleaning company, you could have a standard package that includes general cleaning. So things like vacuuming, dusting, mopping and cleaning surfaces. If you were to add a series of premium offers, they could include things like a home assessment. So before any cleaning begins, the home consultant could come over to assess and ask about specific needs and any preferences that the homeowner may have. That would be something in addition to the standard package. Another idea could be an eco-friendly deep clean. So this could be really appealing to customers who are particularly sensitive and also very environmentally conscious. So within this package, you could exclusively use organic, eco-friendly and hypoallergenic cleaning products. A third premium offer could be a monthly organization session. So, for example, once a month, a professional organizer could come over to their home and help them declutter a chosen area of the house. This could range from a wardrobe, makeover, kitchen organization or perhaps even the garage. And a fourth premium offer, one actually that I would really love, and this could be post-cleaning. The team could finish with a calming aromatherapy session. So once the cleaning was all done, they diffuse essential oils throughout the whole house, giving the house not just a clean feel, but also a really beautiful, calm ambience. You can see that these premium offers aren't going to appeal to everybody, but to some customers, these could be really, really valuable. Remember, acquiring a new customer is far harder work than delivering exceptional value and service to an existing one. Therefore, providing a premium option not only enhances your service, but also fosters customer loyalty, proving beneficial for both of you. Every business, regardless of its sector or size, possesses the potential to introduce a premium offer. Now, while it may require some brainstorming and an ample dash of creativity, exactly as I did with the cleaning company, the effort is hugely worthwhile. We're at the second last step, number eight, and it's such an important topic. I just want to check that you're still with me and I have your full attention. Let's look at discounts and whether to include them as part of your pricing strategy. Offering free samples can be a really smart marketing move, but constantly offering discounts can absolutely dilute the perceived value of your brand. So as experience has taught me, resist the urge to discount your prices and stand firm on your pricing. Now, of course, there'll be times when someone asks you directly for a discount. It's worth remembering that a request for a discount isn't a rejection. It's almost always the opposite, a sign of interest. Knowing this has helped me hugely to remain steadfast, but also happily, kindly and confidently so. The more comfortable we feel, the more likely we are to remain firm in a very polite way. It's completely normal to feel a little disheartened and even exasperated when asked to provide your offerings at a discount rate or even for free. It's always best to take a deep breath and reply in a friendly and positive way. Always trust your intuition and whether it could be a good business decision, particularly when you encounter overly persuasive people. For me, I strongly believe that discounting any of your offerings at any time opens doors to expectations that this will happen on a frequent basis. People will wait for a discounted time to buy and sales during the rest of the sales period can often be reduced. 
Avoiding discounts presents both your brand and your offerings as having a value that both your customers and you can believe in. People can invest in them without worrying that tomorrow they'll be half the price. And lastly, the final step, number nine. Now, this is possibly the most important one, your mindset and your self-worth. It is so important to spend time fully understanding your value. You need to live it, breathe it, and genuinely believe it. So often this is where we falter. We don't quite feel we are good enough and we don't feel we can justify placing prices high enough against our offerings to justify us having a viable business. Please, please don't see and treat your business like a hobby. Instead, be proud and manage it as a highly viable and profitable venture. Having a profitable business will put you in a position where you can help others beyond basic necessities. Making money also allows you to improve your quality of life and that of those around you. And with profitability comes the capacity to contribute positively to society. Many entrepreneurs use a portion of their profits to support causes they care about, whether that's through direct donations, setting up scholarships, funding research, or perhaps it's investing in community projects. Thus, making money can enable you to become a philanthropist in your own way, creating a positive ripple effect in your community and beyond. And the more profits your business makes, the more you can invest back into it. This reinvestment can lead to creating new jobs, offering more products or services, expanding your business and stimulating economic growth. As such, and regardless of your size, your profitability can have a broader impact on your local and national economy. Think of it working in a cycle. Once you've embraced your confidence to price your offerings based on your unique value and with a firm focus on profit, when you're making that profit, your confidence will increase and shine through. This in turn will help you to promote your offerings more effectively. If you need a little help to get you started and into a positive headspace, do the following with pen and paper. Take time to list all the elements that have gone into creating your product or service. Now also include all your skills and strengths, your experience and your knowledge. Take time to absorb that list, understand and truly believe and understand the value that you provide. I genuinely hope that these nine steps have been as valuable to you as they have been to me. Don't forget that you can download the free PDF which accompanies this episode and expands on some of the points further. I'll include a direct link in the show notes so you can access and download it. And if you have any questions at all or you would love to share your experience, you can contact me directly via Instagram. You can find me at philippocratic. And don't forget to follow this podcast for more weekly insights to help you grow your unique business. Until next time, keep striving, keep thriving, and remember the value you provide is unique. Price it that way. Thanks so much for listening. 